So I stand right. And I'm saying that if you don't surrender in love to Jesus, you will not be able to hear this instruction. You stand now in the midst of the feast there, and there is no wine, but you have the word of God, his promise to you, and you declare his promise that God is my ever-present help in a time of need. You are saying that out of your lips. That's a confession of your hope, your expectation of what God will do. You are saying it, which means you are declaring in the next 90 days, all right, based on the word of God that says, I will experience an increase. I will break forth on the left and on the right. My seed shall inherit. And you are making profound declarations. Understand that those are declarations of your hope. You are declaring your hope. And it's important that hold fast the confession of your hope. It is revealed in speech. So the man stands there and says, hear me, I declare this, that God is my ever-present help. He is the joy of the whole earth. He is beautiful for situations with every temptation. He has made a way of escape. And you are declaring profound things. Like Paul said, I know this shall turn to my salvation. Listen to his confession. He says, through your prayers and the supply of spirit of Jesus, according to my endless expectation and my hope. Which means it was a confession of his hope that this shall turn to my salvation. So you are saying that in the feast. And you are declaring there is no wine. It has finished. And you say, my God will show up because he's my ever-present help in a time of need. You are declaring that. But what is faith now? Faith is when you get that instruction from the Holy Spirit that what you are supposed to do for this confession to come to pass is fill those pots there with water and draw out of it. When you hear, when it says faith cometh by hearing, is by hearing the instruction that will fulfill your expectation. That's why when we read the book of Hebrews, there's nowhere there the Bible says by faith they were just saying something. By faith they did something. Let's look at it. You'll see what I'm saying here. Look at Hebrews chapter 11. It says through faith we understand the world were framed by the word of God, which is the rema. That is the rema, which is what God says to a person. So that things that are seen were made out of things that do not appear. By faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice, which means he did something. So Abel had an instruction, and he carried it out and offered a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And if you look at it in Old Testament, it says he walked with God. It says, by faith, Noah being warned of God as things not seen, moved with fear. It was an action. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go to a place that he should receive, obeyed. It was an act revealed in action. The Bible talks about the fact about Moses, about all of them, that these people, they took a step there. That Jehoshaphat rejoiced. There was an action, which means they received an instruction, all right? It wasn't just that, well, I'm confessing for something. I'm confessing, and let me take a corresponding action as to what is the corresponding action for us to get wine, and then I just sit down in the feast, and I put my cup there. Wine is coming. That might not be the corresponding action. Do you get what I'm saying here? God gives you the instruction. 
Now, so when, this is what he said. When you are saying to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, you don't doubt in your heart. You believe what you are saying is going to come to pass, which means you are saying it because you know one day this thing is going to come to pass. It's a confession of your expectation. Then he says, enter into the place of prayer. And when you get into prayer, I will give you the instruction as to how those confessions will come to pass. But he says, when you stand praying, if you're ever going to hear it, you must make sure that your heart is free of any animosity because you've crossed from death to life because unforgiveness it deals with darkness, which is why we've said the greatest of it is love because love is what is light. It is because you are operating in love. That's why he says before we can, or I get you to the place where you're going to hear this instruction on what you are supposed to do, take off your shoes here. I've not come here, that conflict, you have to walk in love towards the people all around you. He says, it is when you walk in love. That's why Joshua lifted, he says, Lord, I worship you. I relinquish my rights in this situation here to you here. You are not for me, all right? And against this, I'm coming to your side. Lord, speak, what are you saying? And then he began to receive instructions, all right, from God. So, we start out with a confession, all right, and we don't stop. We can say it a thousand times a day, but we know that our repeating it is not what is going to automatically make it happen, but it's going to hold our soul steady so that we can hear what the Spirit, because if our soul is moving, we'll not be able to hear what God is saying about it. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you are saying something steady there. All right, about your business, about your family, about your marriage. Listen, hold fast to it because you are one instruction away from that manifestation. Do you get what I'm saying? You are one instruction away from that manifestation. Hold fast that confession because one day, shortly, the light is going to break. And inside your heart, you are going to see that this is what all right, you need it to do. That means nothing is impossible. You just keep declaring it, but don't just think that it is my saying it and just saying it and just saying it that will make it. And this is a mistake people are making. Then you get into the place of prayer. And as you are declaring those words in prayer, you're focusing your mind. Thoughts after some time start coming from God and things start getting, there is nothing, I mean, I've said this here, we do. It was right over at that spot. We weren't, we weren't even using this place when the thought of platform came. We were praying. It was a 10-day fast. I was just walking on that path, and the thought just dropped inside my heart. You do this. All right? So, you get an instruction from God. God opens it up. You do this. God opens it up. You do this. Oh, we say, well, I need, all right, $35,000 to pay for my tuition. All right? You just keep declaring it. Based on God's word, he quickens a word to you that gives you a promise concerning that particular thing. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. I'm going to close one scripture. All right? Trust in him. Lean not to your own understanding, which means by your own understanding, it's not going to be done. All right? In all of your ways, acknowledge him. That acknowledge is a, it's a word that describes an intimate type of worship that you bring before God. Put up Psalm 49 and verse 4. In the passion translation. So you go up there in worship there. You are praying and mixing prayer there with praise. And you'll see what the results of it will be. It says, all right, 
I will break open mysteries with my music. And my song will release redules salt. In other words, as you start singing and rejoicing in that hope, and you are worshiping him, a combination of that prayer and worship is what opens up the veil, and then you see what you ought to do in that particular situation to bring about the manifestation. So God gave Joshua the instruction. So it's always manifested in an instruction that a person receives. That is why when people say that, you know, people teach faith but don't teach holiness or walking with God, it's because they don't understand what faith is. Faith is acting on an instruction that came to you as a result of your personal fellowship with God. The teaching of the word of God from the pulpit can give you hope. But it is your own personal fellowship with God. Which means, listen, Joshua used, we can say he used the same promise when he got to the Jordan. Now, you think about this. God told him, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Now, if you don't have personal fellowship with God, which is what happened, and you are just acting on hope without hearing an instruction, you just say, well, God said, as I was with Moses, that's how it's with me, all right? The Logos produces hope, which is the thought of God for your life. Revelation is what brings faith. Revelation is God shows you how what he said will come to pass. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right? Hope is you will live till 120 years. You are confessing that. Faith shows you, which means revelation is this is what you should do every day for you to stay 120 years on this earth. Do you get what I'm saying here? Hope is my business is going to be in three years and you can declare it if you see it in the scripture. The Bible says to Abraham and to the seed of Abraham were the promises made. In other words, all the promises of Abraham are yours. You can take any promise you see that God gave to Abraham and apply it directly to your situation. There's no need to just run around. Apply it straight. He says your seed shall possess the gates of the enemy. You are faced with any situation, declare it. That the gates of your enemy, you win every battle that you face. However, when he stood before the Jordan, he had to, in his interaction, get an instruction. Tell 12 people, carry the ark, put your salt of your feet in water, it will part. Then you get to Jericho, the same promise is what you take to the wall of Jericho. But the instruction differs. The same promise is what you take against the Gibeonites, but the instruction for the Gibeonites differs. Do you get what I'm saying here? So you cannot operate in faith without fellowship. You cannot operate in faith without going within the veil and meeting with your God one-on-one. Because that is where he gives you the instruction and tells you this is what you should do in this particular situation. And once you hear from him, and what does that, that's what Jesus was saying, when he said to his disciples that believed on him, that still they had hope. If you continue in my word, and what causes people, all right, to get angry? Because they have hope. And then as you are going out, you meet with trials and tribulation, and you say, why didn't it work? It's in the time of trials and tribulation, the instruction comes from God. 
That's the place where you open your heart in worship. And God now gives you the instruction. And God is your ever-present help. You come up to the throne of grace at that very point. Now, what happens when people get angry? Why did this person treat me? That, look, it's at that very point. You just walk in love. You just do what the scripture says you should do towards the brother or towards the person who is treating you wrongly. And then you put yourself in the space in prayer and in worship there where God now gives you the instruction concerning, all right, your future. And when you're in that place of pressure, you open your heart to God and God now instructs you and shows you this is what you should do in this situation here. So you carry that out. And the minute you carry that out, then you get to the place of manifestation. Listen, there's nobody that has obeyed any idea that they've received from God that he didn't catch fire. The minute you start obeying the ideas you get, now if you're confessing the hope, and that's what Jesus said, he said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And then he said, at a point, you shall know the truth. In other words, you continued in the confession, and then you came to a point where you knew the truth. He says, and the truth shall do what? Set you free. So something happened, and then it set free. Which means suddenly you see it in your heart. What I should do is to fill pots with water. I have been confessing that he supplies my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But what's his riches and glory according to his understanding, according to his wealth? I've been saying that. I've been saying that. So any promise that you see, all right, hold fast that confession. Anytime a, a, a funny thought comes up, declare what God's word says. 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 And then, get into the place of song. Get into his, keep your heart clean. That's why he says, follow peace with all men, all right, without which no man shall see the Lord. That's how you're going to get to that place of instruction. If your heart, right, has gotten to a place of strife, then you're not going to get the instruction that you have to get in order to bring about the fulfillment of that particular thing. So the fact that you are saying to this mountain doesn't mean that one day you are going to come and then just because you are saying it, just like that, all right, God is going to give you, you know, Pastor Libby Johnson said, told us something. He said, when Jesus spoke to the fig tree and left, he said, we, you don't know what Jesus did in prayer to make that thing dry out. Are you from there? All right? Which means that you, you, you say something and then God now starts giving you instruction. And this is, this is the difference. That, that's why, let's just look at it this way. You say one day, the right brother say one day we're going to fly. One day we're going to fly. One day, that's hope. Could declare it. I'm telling you one day we're going to fly. One day I can see ourselves in the air. The dream is there. But it will remain that until you get the instructions on how that plane will take off. The minute you get the instructions and that's where fellowship now comes in. And we are saying that that light will only come to an individual who treats and walks in love to other people. Because if you get into the zone of darkness, all right, and your heart is darkened in strife, then you will not be able, all right, to get it. So if you are hating on, you say, well, I want to solve the problem in my marriage, and you're hating on all the in-laws, you're never going to get the instruction to solve that problem. Because then darkness, that's what, you see, the aggression on the outside is not Satan. It's to corrupt the heart in strife. That's Satan. What he really wants to do is, you see, we look at him and say he's the one on the outside. No, that's not a problem. It's inside the heart that he's trying to get people into anger, get people into strife, get people into contention. Once he has the heart on the inside, he says, leave the outside. Because the outside can fall a pack of cards in one day. But the inside is where people really struggle with. So please hold fast your confession, all right, in this 90 days here. 
Spend time in fellowship with God, right? Worshiping him, studying the scriptures, singing unto him, praying there, and asking him, open my eyes, and praying this, and singing, and, and go to Jesus with the songs, all right, of, of the fact that he has accomplished that task. Sing to him. That's why he said, weep not, for the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed to open the book to loose the seals thereof, so that you will have the instruction concerning that particular thing. So you are no longer blinded or deaf as to what you ought to do. It says, he that worketh miracles, he is doing it by the hearing of faith. Right? The valley of dry bones was there. He says, can these dry bones live? He said, only God gave him the instruction. Prophesy to these dry bones. And as he obeyed that instruction, so the instruction can be that. The instruction can be something else. But you listen deep, and the instruction becomes clear. And understand, your instruction is different from another person's instruction. Our promises are the same, but our instructions differ. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, promises are the same. Our instructions there, they differ. All right? And if somebody says, I carried out this instruction I received from God, you cannot go and meet him and start saying, and he says, look, this is the written word of God. I continually confessed, right? And then it took me to a place where when my heart was filled with the written and it was an anchor, I entered into the presence of God and in prayer. I stayed there and let go of all and most. I said, God, whatever it is, even if what you tell me to do brings blessing and these people partake of the blessings, it's fine. And I told someone, I said, you know when God said he will not cause rain to fall, he will, he will, sorry, he will cause rain to fall. When he causes rain, he falls on the evil and on the good, on the thankful and on the ungrateful. If you don't want your rain to fall on the ungrateful, then rain will not fall. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, While you are trying to make sure somebody who treated you wrong doesn't benefit from your life, God says, when rain is falling, it's, everybody benefits from it. All right? Even the person that cost you out will come out and say, you know, we, we helped him, you know, when <laughs> we, we, we just put a few things. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? Rain falls on everybody. Everybody benefits from it. All right? Uh, Joseph, his brothers still came into it. If, if you are trying to stop the brothers from partaking, of, 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 and, and, and I hope you understand, note this in your heart. Isn't it Joseph that saved Israel in Egypt? But it wasn't the descendant of Joseph that became king. Do you understand what So the children of your enemies can be the ones that will become chairman of the company that came as a result of you resolving the conflict with those people correctly after they did you much evil. There you are in heaven, and God shows you. Your yeah. grandchildren are, ah! <laughs> are you following what I'm saying here? So just understand that you are entering into a world of peace. Do you get what I'm saying here? In the kingdom of God, where you worship God, you hear the instructions that he wants to give to you. All right? So what are we saying? Pass the love test. Hold fast your confession. No matter how, look, there's nothing like difficulty level with God. No matter how far it seems, hold fast to it. Have it written out and be declaring it. 
Don't think the confessions are confessions of a declaration of faith. It's a declaration of your hope. And that will take you within the veil where God will show you the instruction. Now, the instruction might be to speak to that thing, to prophesy to it. The instruction might be to act in a certain way. But then he gives you the instructions. And once you get the instructions and you obey those instructions, right, then you start getting, all right, manifestation. So your business is not going to grow by magic. Your business is going to grow by acting upon certain intelligence that God will give you. In some cases, it's morning by morning, he opens your ears and he says, begin to act in this particular way. This is how I want you to do this. And once you start doing it in that way. So look at it, that faith, all right, hope is the what? Faith is the how. Love is the why. Which means, this is what what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. This is why God wants it to happen. All right? So that the why there is the motive behind your heart. And once you have resolved a deep conflict there, right, in your life, you've resolved it there in your life, then the why and your motive becomes right. Because your motive is no longer right to, to hurt or to harm somebody. Your motive there becomes the progress of humanity. So hold fast your confession. Don't give up on your bold confession there. But understand it is a declaration of your hope. It is a declaration of the future that is going to come into your life because you will obey, all right, the instruction, right? Faith, which means what substantiates it, is obedience to certain instructions that you have received, right, from God. That's why when people just sit down in their houses and say, we are confessing, we are confessing, and we are praying, and they're just in their houses, you know they're not, they're not hearing God, all right? Because once you start praying, God starts talking to you as to what you ought to do in order for that particular thing to come to pass. So you find somebody who is praying about something, declaring about a job, and while they were in prayer, right, the thought just comes in, there is a school there, go and teach in that school. It's not and teaches there free because God knows you're going to meet somebody in that particular place. Now, that doesn't mean that another person who is unemployed now goes to the school in front to go and teach. If that is not your instruction, you will teach there for five years and they won't even remember they have not paid you salary. And you'll be teaching them that. And then you get angry. You listen to the instruction. All right? The instruction in your own case might be go and attend that party because that's where you're going to meet the person. Are you following what I'm saying? But there's an instruction you are going to get. So it is listening prayer. You know, somebody asked Young Cho, he said, I can preach better than you. He said, but how come your church is 300,000 and mine is 3,000? He said, how long do you pray for? He says, I pray 30 minutes. He says, I pray three hours. That is the difference. He now says, so what are you doing, all right, for three hours? Is it that God doesn't hear, that you have to spend three hours trying to get God to hear what you are saying? He said, no. He said, listen, like he thought, he said, my first hour, I am talking to the devil which means I'm praying to get a breakthrough. He said, then for the next three, two hours, he said, I'm in fellowship with God, hearing what he wants me to do 
of all things. He says, and after I come out of prayer, I go and obey those things. And that's how we get results. Which means it's not that I am trying to say, God, you have not done it. Do it. God, do it. God now, do it. God now, do it. Do you know what I say here? What we're saying is God has done it. He's now whispering to you. Go to this particular place. Do this over here. Do this over there. Do this over there. All right. And that's what's happening. So he said it is called listening prayer. Not that you are struggling more to overcome the reluctance in God but you are spending time. Do you know what I'm talking about here? All right? When you break through in place and you're praying over something and your spirit gets quiet and then the ideas of God now begin to drop into your heart as to what you are supposed to do about that particular situation and your confession, all right, will put you in a position where you will hear those ideas. So practice this here, okay? Go over these things there in prayer. Get a breakthrough into the place of prayer. Then after you get the breakthrough, you stay in the place of prayer there so that you can hear, all right, what God wants to say to you. Just hear what God wants to say to you. And as much as you hear in prayer, that's how much benefit, all right, you are going to have in life. Just stay there. Just stay there and, and, and listen and listen and listen and listen. And, and God will begin to Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for what? Uh, by the power of your spirit, we ask that you establish us in this truth and all righteousness in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818-600-0082. God bless you.